Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. Today's guest was born in Toronto, Ontario. She had an unquenchable longing to know God from a young age, and at the age of 15, she accepted Jesus while she was at camp, and that led her down a road that got her into pastoral ministry. She also is the mother of four children, three on earth, and one that is now in heaven. She's the author of two books, The Ben O'Ripple and Dancing in the Rain, and these were inspired by her son, Ben who passed away from acute lymphoblastic leukemia. We're going to hear her story and how her son's life is still impacting people years later and in the midst of a COVID-19 pandemic. That's today on Connections. Today we're joined by Lisa Elliott. She's an inspirational speaker as well as an award-winning author. Lisa, faith has always been something that has been close to your heart. Tell us a little bit about your story. Well, um, I was born and raised in Toronto, Ontario, uh, my parents were separated when I was 12 years old, and uh, although we had been attending church all of my life uh, as a family, I was the oldest of three, still am, uh, but uh, yeah, we we went to church, but nothing really kind of hit home until I was about uh, 15. That was about three years after my parents were separated. Uh, I was attending a, a camp just with a lot of curious questions and just knowing that the um, the upbringing that I'd had, the church that we had attended, really wasn't striking the nerve in my heart. It was, I, it just left me empty and feeling like there was something bigger and something beyond what I was experiencing at the church I was attending. And so there was a, at this camp when I was 15, and uh, an invitation was given to go forward and uh, and just do business with God, really, is the way it was laid out for us. Um, and I didn't really feel like I had any business to do with him, but a friend that I was with did and invited me uh, to go with her because she was a little shaky and wanted me to just kind of go with her and and uh, kneel at the altar there. And while she and the camp counselor were doing business, um, the, <laughs> the wonderful counselor stepped into my heart in a single bound and did business with me, and I just knew uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that there was a living God who loved me beyond measure and had a had just something special up his sleeve for me. Lisa Elliott is not only an award-winning author, she's also an inspirational speaker, and her faith started when she was at a young age. She accepted Jesus as her Savior at a camp when she was just 15 years old, and that led her down a long path towards pastoral ministry. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Lisa? Well, uh, a few years later, I uh, ended up enrolling um, just a, a twist and turn in the road. I was actually intending to, to get my early childhood education uh, degree at a community college in Toronto, uh, but the Lord had other plans, and I ended up at Ontario Bible College, which is now known as Tyndale. And it was in my second year there that I actually met the man that I would marry three and a half years later. Uh, and we, uh, he was actually a music major when we met, so he was no threat whatsoever. And <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, uh, the Lord had a different plan for him, too. And uh, in his second year, he changed his major to a BTH, and uh, we were led on the path of pastoral ministry. So we've actually been married now for 34 years this month and uh, dated for three and a half years in ministry beyond that. So so really, in all essence, we have been uh, in full-time ministry for about 37 plus years now. Tell us a little bit about your ministry, Straight from the Heart. 
Well, um, along the way, too, I mean, the, the ministry, the pastoral ministry, has given me a platform that's quite unique in that I can pretty much do whatever I want to do <laughs> according to the giftedness that God has given me. And uh, one of those paths led me to uh, just, he kept opening up doors for me to speak. And it started by leading a ladies' Bible study right within our own church, but then one opportunity led to another, and I started being invited beyond those church doors. And uh, as my children were young, uh, you know, the opportunities were a little slim because they became my, my primary ministry. And uh, so I recognized that, and uh, that's a whole other story for a whole other interview. <laughs> but... Uh, but anyway, God just continued to open up doors, and as the children grew, so did opportunities to go and uh, and share everything that He had laid on my heart. And, and He really impressed on my heart that uh, it wasn't just going to be a message out there, um, not just based on His Word, but based on what His Word uh, was activating in my own heart and life. And so that's where uh, the title came of my ministry, Straight from the Heart. And you mentioned your children in there. You're a mother of four, three on earth and one in heaven. And the one in heaven has inspired you quite a bit and and has been uh, the reason why you've put together two books. Can you tell me a little bit about your story? Yeah, well, um, that child, his name is Ben, and uh, he's not the only one that had a deep impact on my heart, but where God took and ran with that, yeah, like you've, you've just identified, led into two books. Uh, the first one, for sure, was not intentional whatsoever. started out as a Facebook blog uh, that, a, well, it wasn't even a blog. It was just um, a Facebook group that a friend had put me onto and made me the administrator of called Prayer for Benjamin Elliott. He was diagnosed at the age of 18 with acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Uh, that was August 12, 2008, and uh, that journey lasted a year and a week when uh, God called him home on August 19, 2009, and uh, during the course of that year, I just kept putting updates onto this Facebook group called Prayer for Benjamin Elliott, and, uh, and God very quickly took that and ran with it and turned it into... Uh, just a whole adventure with him and just really deeply impressed on my heart that I needed to, there was more going on than even I was aware of that uh, was all about him and his glory. And uh, and so he just um, prompted me to start sharing what he was doing behind the scenes. So while the world out there was just asking how we they could be praying for us as a family, uh, everything from painful procedures in a given day or medications that he was reacting to, uh, and God said, that's not enough. Let's, let's tell them about what I'm doing behind the scenes. So the very first post that really changed the, the course of things uh, was called Living in the Moment and what that really looked like. So uh, that, that just turned into a whole other thing and a whole other level. And uh, an editor actually got a hold of my blog that turned into a blog. I didn't even know what a blog was, honestly, at the time. I had no intention of writing any book, but uh, she just mentioned, uh, she's the the editor of Just Between Us magazine uh, out of Wisconsin, and she just said, Lisa, you know, there's more to this, and uh, I'm now following your journey, and I think God has big things in store for this story that needs to reach beyond uh, what, what we're even aware at this point. So she said, I'm just determined that I'm going to walk alongside you, and we're just going to seek out where God would, would take your story and run with it. So it turned into the Ben Ripple, uh, Choosing to Live Through Loss with Purpose, uh, that was published by Word Live Press 
And uh, and then as not really a sequel to it, but just kind of a companion book, a dance partner, if you will, uh, called Dancing in the Rain, One Family's Journey Through Grief and Loss. Both of these books must have had an impact on your audience. What did you hear back from those who picked up the book? Uh, some could not get enough of it. Uh, they just devoured it. I'm still hearing that, uh, you know, 11 years later, well, 10 years later, I guess. Um, but just people just devouring it and saying that it was just this companion for them uh, through their darkest hours. A lot of them, you know, through going through their own cancer journeys, some just going through a very dark time of depression, um, some just who had tapped into our journey and just were on a God journey all on their own. And so I like I said, still to this day, I'm hearing the, the ripple effect of, uh, of how God is using that to this day to impact lives and, and uh, run His course through to eternity in their hearts and lives. It just amazes me, just going back to what you said, this was a blog. This was just something you did to keep people in the loop, to help yourself through all of this. And like you said, you didn't even know what a blog was. This literally was a journal for you. Journal journey. Somebody called it actually Facebook instead of Facebook. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, did you ever think that something like this would impact so many lives? Never, never. Um, and yet, when you pray a prayer like I, I prayed and our family was praying, I mean, we, we lived like we were living. We didn't live like Ben was dying. You know, we just lived in every moment that we could, accepted the good, the bad, and in between, and just gave it all to Jesus and just said, Lord, you take this and run with this because this is your glory story. So, yeah, when, when you give it to him, you, you can't imagine and you can't even fathom how he'll take that and run with it uh, and how he uses our pain and gives purpose, um, not, not gives purpose to it, um, but helps us find purpose in it. You know, uh, Ben and I actually shared a conversation that I share in the book, The Ben Ripple, about finding purpose. And and just the long and short of it was uh, just a God moment of conversation that he and I shared. And, and I he said, you know, Mama, I'm not sure that I'm going to die uh, as a result of this, because I don't feel like God has, has fulfilled his purpose in my life. And I said, well, Ben, you know, I honestly believe that God doesn't give us a singular purpose to live in our lives, but I really wholeheartedly believe that God gives us our lives to live out purposely, minute by minute. And, uh, and he just chose that, and we just followed him along and uh, had no choice but to choose it for ourselves. Well, I guess we did have a choice. We all have a choice, right, to, uh, to live our lives for God's glory and to find some sense of purpose amidst all the purposelessness throughout uh, things that we face in our lives. Lisa, during that time and his battle with this leukemia, you dealt with a lot of isolation, and you've recently put a blog together telling people that we can use this isolation as we're dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic as an opportunity to draw closer to God. How do we do this when we're dealing with all these crazy emotions? Yeah, they are crazy. This is a crazy, crazy time in history for all of us. And it's amazing how many levels of this pandemic is striking chords in my heart that are so familiar from when uh, we battled leukemia alongside our, our son and journeyed alongside him. And uh, that journey straight into the heart of God really is, is what I would, how I would summarize it. Uh, because I, I think we, what this COVID-19, um, has shown all of us is how little control we really have and how many levels of grief it stirs. 
and how hard it is to accept present situations, uh, like it or not, and, and yeah, where that leads in relation to God, because we're all created for connection, and we're created for relationship, and yet right now we're being told that we have to isolate, self-isolate, you know, and uh, shelter in place. And um, I guess I would take you back to the first time that I was ever put into isolation. I was working at a camp, and it was a very, very lonely time. I was the only Christian there, and uh, day by day I would just go to the water's edge with my Bible and just me and the Lord, and I would cry and just, I still have tear stains on my Bible uh, from standing there, kneeling there, prostrating myself on the beach uh, alone. But a song that God used to reach into my heart of hearts that would summarize really beautifully the question that you're asking me as far as relation and finding my way to connection with the Lord and how we can all do the same is, uh, it was a song called Lean on Me, and there's one line in there particularly that says, when you come to the place where I'm all you have, then you'll find that I'm all you need. And I guess that's what I really cling to through times like this, because as you've mentioned, it is an opportunity. It's a pause in each of our lives, and I think that pause is really intended by the Lord to recalibrate us and to point us in the direction of those things that really matter in life. So how would you get there? Um, if you're asking that question, we have to get into God's Word. Uh, it is life-giving. It is a lifeline to us, uh, especially through times of isolation like this. Um, we really do get to the place where He's all we have, and I guess we have a choice in those moments to either realize that He's all we need, or we still crave for all those things out there that we think that we need, but we really don't. So I guess my next um, point would be that we need to just be fully honest, like it's about full disclosure with the Lord. Uh, I found my way through that isolation time then, and even now, through journaling and blogging and writing articles on the relation between COVID-19 and, uh, and that, that journey we took with Ben. But but just being honest with the Lord about our, our innermost feelings and fears and doubts and um, and crushed dreams and disappointments and all of that, um, because the fact is He can handle all of that. And so we need to give that to Him. Uh, there's no secret to Him. He's created our hearts, and He hears what's on our hearts before we even speak it through our mouths. So I guess I would just say, just be honest with Him about everything we're struggling with and working through in these days. And then be, be really paying close attention to what he's saying in response to all of that. Um, through that year with Ben, I just, you know, the, the Ben Ripple started from just lessons that God was teaching me. I just started recording those and taking dictation from the Lord. And uh, there was so much that I was learning, and there's so much that I am learning. Um, you know, this life that we've been given to live is an education. And, uh, and this is this God's teaching, teaching classroom, you know, times like this where He finally, finally gets us all to Himself. And He can speak life and hope and truth into the pain uh, that I believe is His access route. Um, and then from that, too, He starts changing and rearranging our focus, and we can start focusing on the good. Uh, it's not all good, but it's for His good and for His glory. And He's a God who is a good God who wants to turn all things into our good, whether they feel good or not. How amazing is it that all these years later, his life is still impacting people? Yeah. You know, it reminds me of the scripture where um, uh, even, uh, you know, in, in the death of uh, Esau, 
has said, even though uh, he is, he's gone, his life still speaks to us from the grave. And, you know, I mean, not to um, make Ben any kind of idol whatsoever. He was, you know, I mean, I could tell you stories on the adverse <laughs> and the things. He was a strong-willed kid, and it was hard work raising that boy. Um, but it was also that strong will to live. Uh, and to find that purpose in his life, uh, even in his dying days, that just inspired us as a family and continues to. And, you know, he was not perfect, but it is amazing to me that all these years later, even though uh, he's been gone now for all those years, his life still speaks. And I guess that speaks to me of just the everlasting glory of God in, in each of our lives, that um, you know, Jesus died to give us life, and I am a living testament that there is life after death. You know, it was the death of my son in, in this case, and uh, the fact is that um, life speaks, you know, life speaks. I'm, I'm not a cancer survivor, but I am a survivor of cancer and the death of my son, and, uh, and life lives on, you know, even, even though Ben, I mean, he's more alive today in heaven, in glory with Jesus right there than he ever was here on earth. And it's us that are living the eternity without him here, um, you know, but one day we're all going to have that wonderful family reunion and we are going to be living life to the full. Uh, right now we're just having a taste of that glory divine, you know, right now in these days, um, I think that that's what this COVID-19 is all about, is just giving us pause to reflect and pause to just consider and pause to just recalibrate our lives and find our way to the heart of God, uh, because it's an open invitation for all of us to just taste of that here and now, not wait till there and then when we're in glory with Him, but to give Him the glory in the here and now. And uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing how God uses death in our lives to produce life. And that's really what the whole story of the gospel is, isn't it? Uh, that Jesus gave his life uh, and gave it to us. Nobody took it from him. He gave it to us and gave it for us so that we could live and and have that life abundant and free. And, and right now it doesn't feel so free, you know, as we're bound to our homes and bound to our computer and Zoom calls and and home office settings and bound sometimes in, in some cases, I'm sure, you know, people are bound to people in their own home that they're really not fully loving being with, you know. Um, and my heart goes out to those people uh, that, that really aren't having a great experience through this COVID-19 and, and who really is but God, you know, and God in it. And that's where his invitation is still extended to each of us to take it or leave it. You know, and we all have that choice to live through this loss with purpose or not. For those who want to learn more about you or want to pick up one of your two books, how do they go about doing that? They can contact me uh, by personal email, uh, which is Lisa K. Elliott. That's two L's and two T's in Elliott, 22 at gmail.com. Um, and then they can access me there. They can access me through Facebook. Uh, I have my own personal Facebook page, Lisa Elliott, or also my ministry page there, uh, which is how you found me, uh, Lisa Elliott, straight from the heart. Um, and uh, you can contact me that way. My, my books are all available through Amazon. They're also uh, in Christian bookstores. They're available through uh, Chapters, Indigo, 
uh, Word Alive Press is my publisher, and uh, and they they have access to them as well, and they're distributed throughout the United States and Canada. So, um, yeah, there's, there's lots of ways you can find me online. Uh, you can look for me on uh, on the internet too. Uh, just type in Lisa Elliott, straight from the heart, and you can find my books. You can find my blogs. You can find uh, interviews I've done uh, on radio and TV. So. Yeah, just look for me and you'll find me somewhere. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today, Lisa. It was great getting to hear your story. Remember, if you want to listen to the full conversation again, you can always do that by visiting your radio station's website. We'll talk to you again on Connections.